Here's Lev Kubiak, the Vice President and Chief Security Officer at Pfizer, on the discussion, The Dangers of Counterfeits and How You Can Get Your Medicine Safely, sponsored by Pfizer. Criminal groups are putting very dangerous substances into what appear to be routine prescription medicines. And so we have a significant rise in the presence of fentanyl and methamphetamine. Listen to the entire discussion on WTOP.com. Search Pfizer. Welcome to this week's Grab a Copper podcast. We are having a chat with Ian George from the band Amongst Liars, based in Brighton in the UK. We're talking about how Amongst Liars was created, the music influences, life pre and during COVID-19, what the future of Amongst Liars will be. But also, we're talking about his other job at the BBC, and he's telling me what it's all about. So, this is Grab a Cuppa with Ian George from Amongst Liars. How are you doing? Yeah, it's, it's all been a bit bit mad as well here because we're down south, obviously the south coast. But um, yeah, I've I've had the bug so uh, as well. So I was sick for a couple of weeks. So it's uh, that sort of wiped me out. Um, and but apart from that, it's but yeah, we carried on. We do we're doing what we do and just still getting on with life, I suppose, as you do. But it's <laughs> crazy times, isn't it? Oh yeah, tell us about it. I mean, it's it's been. It's been mental. It's been a roller coaster. In all these in all these years, I never thought that this would happen. Yeah. Like absolutely crazy. Well, nice to meet you, Ian. Thank you so much for you? you know having a chat with me today. Pleasure. Especially at this at this time. I don't know. T- to be honest, like I'm a, I'm a mom anyway, so I've been up just before the cockerels. Yeah. So, <laughs> I've been up for a long time. Wow. Well, <laughs> so, how old How old's your little one? Uh, basically, I have I have two kids. Um, okay, cool. My my daughter is eight. Oh, my cool. son is six. Yeah. And they are both on the autistic spectrum. Okay. So my daughter, she is high functioning, and but my son is uh, completely nonverbal. Yeah. And he has well, a lot that's... of complex needs. Yeah. So life here can be pretty chaotic. Yeah, that's that's pretty pretty full on, isn't it? Yeah, it's difficult. <laughs> it is wow. pretty full on, and then all these projects going on and everything. <laughs> wow, well, thank you for taking the time to talk to us. Is that... It's fine. Around. Yeah, yeah. I'm always um, before I've been approached about you know amongst liars. Yeah, I didn't know about amongst liars, mm. uh, and I had um, I just went onto your socials, you know, band socials and stuff like that, just to get, have a little bit of a feel. But what I like to do before meeting a new person is I don't like to research them too much. Yeah. Because I think the, right, if I ask you something and you give me an answer, if I know already the answer, yeah, yeah, it yeah. just seems fake. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, of course. Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> but I get quite, I get quite anxious talking to people that I don't know. Mm. But then again, it's just me. I've always been a, you know, an anxious person. It's just my nature. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and but I tend to say, you know a lot. That's all good. <laughs> <laughs> I say stuff like, um, and uh, so Zooms are really weird as well. I mean, you got kind of before, I suppose, when was it? Before sort of March, March time, time yeah. no, one, no one ever did them or anything like that. Well, you did them occasionally, and it was a kind of a, of a weird sort of out there thing. And now you kind of got used to it, but uh, it's still it's still a bit bizarre, isn't it? Sort of, uh, especially yeah. when you've got loads of people in a, in a Zoom room and you're kind of looking around and thinking, hey, what's, what's, what's going on? So. It's overwhelming, isn't it? Mm. It really is. It's overwhelming. It's like yeah. I've got two cameras at the moment, so I look, so I have to look like, yeah, yeah. If he feels like I'm not like looking at no, you, no, it's, it's all good. Just, it's, it's weird, ain't it? <laughs> it's weird. I just zone, zone out, and you, you don't even know where you're looking because if you're looking directly at something, so my <laughs> eyes go a bit cross-eyed and weird. It's, that's pretty <laughs> it's fine. It's all good. 
<laughs> Again, you know, Ian, thank you so much for having a, you know, a chat with me this morning. My pleasure. Um, it's, it's one of the things I've always wanted to... I like doing these things face-to-face. But at the moment, mm. unfortunately, due to the current climate, we cannot. Yes. But hopefully, in the future, fingers crossed and everything else, we'll be able to do this again. Definitely. Uh, <laughs> we'll be up to Leeds. Yes. <laughs> um, it's just the usual stuff. You probably, like, it, with the Monk Slayers, must have been sick of answering the same questions. Mm. So I'm just going to try and not ask you the same things all over again. Yeah, yeah, go for it. <laughs> But I very interested and I was just having a little look on YouTube, you know, you guys' videos, that sort of thing. And did you, you know, you guys in Amongst Liars, are you a new band? Yes. Yeah, you guys are a new band. Very new band, yes. Yeah. Were you guys in like bands prior Amongst Liars or Mm. Amongst Liars is your thing? Yeah, no, um, we were like in, in two bands um, before that. I, I was in a band called Catalina Kicks and we were kind of doing loads of stuff. We toured loads and we put out three albums and it was going for about sort of seven or eight years. Um, did lots of festivals, lots of touring, lots of lots of stuff. And it was it was going really well. And then um, basically it all fell apart. And um, mm. while I was touring, I think it was about 2016, um, we did a UK tour, or one of the UK tours that we did, and we met the guys in a band called Saint Apache, and they are um, the other guys of in, in Amongst Liars now because they were a, um, a four-piece. They were doing similar things, you know. They played the Isle of Wight Festival, yeah. They'd done tons of stuff, and they were doing really well as well. So we were kind of on the same area because I live on the on the coast, and they live just off. They live on the coast as well, and so we stayed in touch. And then around, I think it was early last year to 2019. Um, I saw that their singer had just left the band and it mm. went a bit pear-shaped for them. And, and it's a shame because they just had a, an EP out and they were doing really well. And, yeah. um, and so I, I thought oh, that's, a bit, that's a bit of a shame. And then in July 2019, my band just went pear-shaped. Mm. Um, and it was just, it got down to two of us because people weren't committed and we just sort of started doing it as a two-piece. And then um, the, the guy I was working with just kind of semi-lost the plot really. And he just went, he just went um, and I just went, well, we just went that enough's enough and Fair i just enough. i phoned up um um leo um and the guys in and in, in um obviously saint apache um met for a coffee um had a chat said this is what we want to do and they said they were obviously because they were originally they were a bit more kind of sort of harder punker ed punky oh, yeah yeah, yeah. Um, and my band um catalina kicks were kind of indie punk um but we wanted to we had a kind of chat and leo said this is the direction we want to go in we want to sort of do a more kind of alternative rock and get a kind of audio slave meets um queens of stone age meets um sort of um, rage against the machine or, the, or buck cherry all that all those kind of influences and a bit of royal blood thrown in so um, i went yeah let's go for it so we kind of merged a few songs of theirs and a few of mine and we just jammed it out and it worked brilliantly so we haven't i think we started exactly a year ago really i think we had a first session in september 2019 but we wanted to just literally just smash it and and we recorded eight songs in um pretty quickly and then put the first one out in january and well end of january and then we put the second one out in may and this is our third single that's just come out in august and we've got another one coming out in about a month's time as well so we just want to just keep going really yeah just, like, that's it that's all you can do i think yeah. It's a good thing that you, from a bad situation, you, mm. you turned into a positive one. Yeah. And here we are, Monk's Liars. Definitely, um, yeah. Yeah, was it Over and Over was your first single as a Monk's Liars? Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Roughly about, what, eight, eight months ago? That was, um, yeah, that came out on the 1st of Feb. Right, so, yeah, okay, yes, much. just before... Just- just before we went into this, uh, you know, before, co- yeah. COVID lockdown, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. So, you guys were so inspired, let's get this done let's go out and then this happened how did that make you feel um we played one gig that's about it so we did that one gig in february we put the single out and uh but we were really lucky in a sense because we finished all our songs off uh we we went up to start the recording in november Mm. and we sort of did a couple of weeks up there and then we finally finished all the sort of all the eight songs off so we weren't in the position that we'd obviously we were a band we didn't have any, any songs to put out there and we thought 
just yeah we're just going to go for it and we'll put out stuff regardless and when covid came obviously we're we wanted we had a tour booked and we had lots of stuff that was going on but yeah you just got to go with the flow really and just we had the songs we thought right we're just going to carry on putting songs out and this year was going to kind of be a building year for us anyway because obviously it's easier if you're touring and you're going around but then there's lots of stuff online and all the online festivals we've we played maybe four or five online festivals yeah. and and you kind of reach out with people on you get people come in and say oh, i really like that and they can't see you live but then they kind of engage in a different way so it's you kind of make it what you you do I suppose so it hasn't been sort of negative at all for us I think it's been more positive than than anything it's just a shame we can't actually go out and play yeah it is I bet because the thing is like I love going to gigs you know I yeah. love going to gigs for me it's like going to a gig is just I can leave my you know my problems at the door and then mm. I go in and enjoy myself with yeah. you know uh watching the bands that I love with friends you know that whole spe um, special social experience yeah but it's like you know as a new band you guys are so like oh let's go we're doing this and then it's like in a way that being taken away all of a sudden yeah <laughs> but as you said you know you have to evolve because if this was to become the new normal mm. as there is a chance that you could you know yeah. you just don't know what's going to happen that you have to adapt to what your new reality could be exactly yeah yeah and I, and I think it will be like that i don't think there'll be any you know with obviously with the new extension another six months um i mean we were talking to some some industry people and, and um over the last we've carried on talking to some people um who's management and labels and stuff like that and you know it's from that perspective it's like kind of it's, it's just a bit dead and quiet and they don't think any major things will resume even festivals i think will be probably potentially put on hold for next year um and i think you're talking september october when things start getting back to normal and that's if they find a, a cure and you know so it's you've just got to keep going with doing what you do and make, it, is make it. the most of it yeah yeah it's exactly but i think that doesn't just uh, apply to you know live music everything yeah and yeah it's just to our day-to-day -day lives and yeah it's it's absolutely it's crazy because like i'm in my 30s now and i never thought that this would happen yeah ever in a million years out of all the things that have happened in the 30 odd years of my life mm. i never thought that this would be the one it's yeah, crazy it's it is mad you watch films like contagion and all those stuff. i don't know if you've seen that but that's, uh, yeah and it's, and that's it's just like, gonna happen that's not gonna happen yeah all this crazy no. stuff and then suddenly bang it's and it hits and it's like and yeah. then yeah there's 2020 kicks you in the balls exactly <laughs> and then it that's keeps mental. kicking yeah and actually i i was curious like apart from you know uh being amongst liars do you actually do anything different like job wise yeah, yeah, I work as well. So I work yeah, for cool. the um, yeah, I, I work for the BBC. Um, and um, you're talking about your kids um, as well. I, I look, I sort of help people with um, with sort of autistic um, on the autistic spectrum and disabilities and stuff uh, in in the BBC and sort of help them sort of train up and develop them and stuff. So I work quite a lot, and that's that's my sort of field as well. So it's which is good. I mean, this is great, I and mean, that's been quite tough as well because it's like. Yeah. Here's Lev Kubiak, the Vice President and Chief Security Officer at Pfizer, on the discussion: the dangers of counterfeits and how you can get your medicine safely. Sponsored by Pfizer. Criminal groups are putting very dangerous substances into what appear to be routine prescription medicines. And so we have a significant rise in the presence of fentanyl and methamphetamine. Listen to the entire discussion on WTOP.com. Search Pfizer. Lockdown and people, you know, really vulnerable people as well, being put in, you know, in a, in a difficult position um, with uncertainties and work and stuff like that. So that's been, you know, that's been something that's, I mean, it's, it's great. I really enjoy that work as well. So it's helping people, but it's, so it's, so that's my other, that's my other life as well. So, so. Yeah, it's your other life as well. I find that yeah, quite yeah. interesting when mm. you say that. Um, cause like with my kids before my kids, um, you know, before I found out that they had autism, I didn't know what autism was. Yeah. yeah. And then watching my daughter grow up and her, um, personality develop in all these different things made me think that I perhaps am too on the spectrum. Mm. And it's been quite, you know, I'm going through the, uh, assessment process as well. 
Yeah. And it's something that, you know, with Grab a Couple Podcasts, it's something that I actually talk about quite openly. And it's stuff that we need to talk about more. Definitely. So it becomes just your ordinary thing. Yeah, it's the norm. Yeah, that's, that's it right. It should, it should be that. Yes. Yeah. yeah, just because my, you know, because I'm wired differently does not yeah. mean that I'm different. Yeah, definitely. To you as a person. I'm yeah. still a person. And just just that, like, these past <laughs> nearly nine years have been crazy because mm. I've been finding myself as well as a person yeah. that perhaps is on the autistic spectrum mm. and so many traits as well. So is, is there a reason why you decided to take that path? In, just, in you know in a professional i think you just get i just you just get kind of and with me anyway i've just been very i just go with the flow and, and see, yeah, see what I happens and you know i always I had a thing about sort of helping people and and just just yeah that's my kind of thing i like sort of so anything like development coaching all those kind of things always sort of appealed to me and i was a yeah i was i was i kind of got into working there just as a fluke really I was working um, when I was sort of a lot young a lot younger I had a girlfriend who was working at the BBC and she wanted someone um, they wanted someone to come in and temp and I started temping there and doing bits and pieces and that's one time I was doing music as well so it's full-time so I was signed in a band like 10 years ago and uh, and we had you know but I still had to work part-time to sort of, of course, make, yeah. make ends meet um, but also I was doing part-time and um, we had a sort of deal and I was going off tour and then coming back and doing bits and pieces so it, it and but then I kind of fell into it and I I applied for I think my contract was due to end I think and I saw this this thing and I just applied for it and it was to do with part this disability um, scheme that I was look, kind of ended up looking after and then part different sort of training and development I'd never done anything like that before and I just thought okay it sounds interesting sounds really good and then I just got involved and you just get into this world and it just takes over really but uh, and it's been great you know I've met some really good people and really I've got some really good friends and so I've been there for let's say 10 years now so it's uh, yeah that's you know it's, it's something that you you can be quite you know you can be quite quite difficult yeah yeah but then at the same time it's just so rewarding exactly yeah yeah you learn, so, you learn something new every day I mean anything you know you talk about um autism um or you talk about mental health or you're talking about someone who's blind or someone who's deaf you learn something every single day from someone and it just sort of it kind of enriches you in a sense and it's it kind of make like you said it becomes it's the norm to me because and that's the way it should should be and it's I think with kids growing up these days it's becoming the norm for them as well it's just the past generations that don't never had that these kind of recognitions of anything like that and they didn't really know and they don't really understand it but that's you know it's coming back because there's so much being put at the forefront as well I think that's really you know it's, it's a good thing to to happen really it really is yeah absolutely and I w want especially in the music industry okay I mm. want things to be more accessible for people yeah, yeah. that need it either be a uh, you know towards their mental health you know psychological mm. health or um, a uh, physical you yeah. know physical disability because like just touching up on that it's like i have um i have um a condition called fibromyalgia yeah no, so yeah, yeah. i have to sometimes when i'm having a, a really bad flare-up i have to use crutches yeah and i have to try and live a normal life obviously at the at the moment i'm staying more at home than going now but prior mm. to covid I used to go to as many gigs as I could. Yeah. But then it's just the venues sometimes uh, aren't very accommodating. Yeah. When it comes to people with, um, you know, additional needs. Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It could be just be able to, you know, sit down in a place where you can actually see the mm. the band or it could be a theatre. It could be whatever. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, it's just, I think my aim in life as well is to whilst doing these uh, you know podcast episodes talking about all sorts mean all sorts of people my aim is also to uh, educate people mm. you know about the things that i go through as well and also perhaps one day get these venues when they reopen <laughs> when <laughs> when they reopen yeah. because it is at, at the moment talking about venues it is a choice between when and if. Yeah. Yeah, we in the music industry, in the arts and all that stuff, entertainment industry is going through such a tough time. Yeah, we especially are, Especially yeah. the small venues. 
and we're risking the not a lot not opening reopening that's that's the that's the sad thing you know it's, even with cinemas and you know and anything arts wise cinemas theaters music venues you get go to a cinema these days and there's like about five people in there because no one no one goes and it's just the same music venues people can't go or you could do socially distanced events where you've got maybe maximum 30 people in a 250 cap venue um, they're not going to make any money to survive on that. Cause That's it. Even like, you know, for yourself being in a band, obviously, yeah, it is a job as well. Yeah. You know, like you do what you love, but you also, uh, you know, if money comes your way, brilliant. Oh, definitely, yes. <laughs> of course, yeah. It's, it's how a lot of people make their money, you know. And mm. obviously, I would say that you would, wouldn't be really making any, any money. You'd be... Yeah. Um, playing playing for free mm. that's it yeah it pretty much is yeah that's right yeah that's the reality of it yeah but then with the new normal of doing virtual festivals as well yeah it's yes you want to get up there you want to promote your band and stuff like that but you aren't necessarily getting it's not the same yeah is it? you don't really get that back no, it's weird. It's because, because yeah, the ones we've we've done, it's like it's been bizarre. Because you record something, you don't do it ever, ever live. We've never done any Facebook live stuff course, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's all kind of you pre-record it and just make sure that the video's there and stuff. And then you send it off. But but then it's weird. You kind of get this buzz, in a sense. And it's it's a really bizarre thing because mm. you've got like you're going out to. We played. I think it was Breaking Bands and it was the first one we did. And we we did this kind of acoustic video. We just literally set a phone up in a room. Me and Leo just sat there with a couple of acoustic guitars and recorded it just really raw and live. And then we sent it off to the people. And then it came up. And then all of a sudden there's this kind of professional looking sort of um, countdown clock. I'm thinking, shit, this is, yeah. uh, there's people watching what they're going to think. And you can't see people. And it's like when you're playing live, you can actually you can interact with, with, you can interact the crowd, with the, can't yeah, you? Yeah. You, can, you see the whites of their eyes and you can see the kind of either they're excited or they're bored or whatever. It doesn't really matter, but you can see them. Whereas this, it was just like hidden behind this sort of virtual wall and there's people. And then obviously comments start coming in of, on the YouTube and the Facebook and stuff. And you've got Brian, you interact in that kind of way, but it's, it's bizarre watching yourself playing back and then talking to people at the same time on a, on a kind of chat, which is, it's really weird. But uh, yeah, so it's actually, it's a lot, I, I don't really get nervous playing gigs, but yeah. I get nervous watching myself playing gigs at these this is something it's new really isn't it weird. It's, yeah, yeah it's something new yeah <laughs> especially with keyboard warriors as well because you get you get people that you know the, these days and you get the online thing i mean we haven't had touch with an, anything so far that's you know any bad stuff coming on but if they do we just brush it off anyway but it's this kind of this whole thing that it's accessible and people can kind of go on and they can go oh it's rubbish it's rubbish whatever and but but you know it, it doesn't really but it's that that kind of thing if someone heckles you in a crowd you can just like throw something at them but you can actually see them you know that's the that's the main thing <laughs> Yeah, you can actually see the people and yeah, just, yeah. yeah, yeah, but but that's the thing, like when you actually play in front of a crowd, playing, you know, live, doing a gig, it's the people that they will come, they'll make the effort to come see you. Yeah. Even even when you support, a lot of people actually go to you know go see support, mm. go check them out. And then because these people actually love music, they're yeah. paying to go to the venue. But then there's like, there's people who just like it's on Facebook and it's like, oh, what's this? And some people are just there for the comments. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> and uh, it can be quite hurtful sometimes. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess, I don't know, have you ever had, you say that you don't really let, let the bad comments get to you. But is there like a little part of you that is like, someone must have said something. You're like, oh my god, really? <laughs> no, not really. I think I, I think yeah, generally that's the best way to be. Yeah, it's the only way to be, isn't it? If someone just like sends any kind of hate and then just whatever, it's their problem, not yours, really. It's unless you're doing obviously something that's bad, which obviously <laughs> we don't do. So it's like, but yeah, in which case you deserve it. There you get it. But but. But no, I mean, generally we just, yeah, well, I do, I generally do that if, if someone says something and it's, I think it's kind of whatever. Doesn't, you know, Shrug it off, I suppose. It off exactly, yeah, it's the thing. It's not, you know, I can see obviously people, when they get, if you get really 
condensed bullying and that stuff like I can see how that really affects people because it's sort of what people you know what, why are they saying these these things and if it's not founded and it's just people trolling and jumping on all this stuff that's you know it's, it's not not great at all but I've never had luckily we'd had that and uh, which is good but I think I like it. I think just shut it off to be honest with you yeah I think I think that's the best I think that's the best thing to do because you can't I think there's a there's the, that difference isn't it like you know someone behind us behind a screen saying all this stuff and it's like yeah. you're not gonna like mm, okay whatever whatever yeah. but then in you know like if he was in a live gig setting and then someone just like at the front like pointing at you oh you rubbish yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then you know there's also like these are the people's like you know if you don't like the music go away <laughs> well that's the thing and that's what yeah and, and you know there's a lot of calling out gigs and stuff like that if people are heckling or doing like that or, or you know just or doing inappropriate stuff at gigs lots of people are calling them out these days and just say stop the music or you if you've got a problem get out get so out that's, exactly that's, that's so, yeah people are going to enjoy themselves and that's what it's about you know so it's <laughs> Yeah, I just um you know, what kind what kind of bands do you like? What's your thing? I love everything. It's it's really well not everything. Um I kind of like just good music. Um and but then that's subjective I suppose in itself. But I I kind of I mean the grunge time was really big for me. I mean the kind of when I was when I was young, I remember seeing like um, smells like teen spirit and that's that changed me and that that's what i want to do that kind of thing um but then i like you know i, I listen to my you know dad's beatles and stones albums and the, the clash and kind of punk stuff and it's it's just anything that's got great energy rage against the machine was a, bit, a big one but then you get the kind of more I don't know, more more recently it's sort of started to come back, you know, the, the Royal Bloods of the World. Um, I like it's anything really, I just, just that has that kind of good energy and bit of swag to it and just some, you know, even and soul funk is great as well. You know, Stevie Wonder's amazing. Yeah, absolutely. Bowie, Bowie, you know, legend. Um, it's, it's just, well, I don't know, you have to define good music, but it's just something that kind of grabs you, I suppose. Here's Lev Kubiak, the Vice President and Chief Security Officer at Pfizer, on the discussion, The Dangers of Counterfeits and How You Can Get Your Medicine Safely, sponsored by Pfizer. Criminal groups are putting very dangerous substances into what appear to be routine prescription medicines. And so we have a significant rise in the presence of fentanyl and methamphetamine. Listen to the entire discussion on WTOP.com. Search Pfizer. Whether taking a road trip to the beach, heading to the mountains, or driving to the city, summer adventures are nonstop fun in a new Honda. But let's face it, summer trips can really add up. That's why I love the fuel efficiency of Honda. With Honda, you can save your money for other things, like that awesome keychain at the convenience store, that brand new album you wanted, or whatever else your heart desires. New Hondas are arriving daily. See your local Honda dealer and start your summer adventures today. Is there one like a specific band that you would love to support in the future, big or small? Um, we all said, I mean, Rage, Rage Against the Machine would be amazing to, yeah. to support. I mean, Queens of the Stone Age would be, would be awesome. I mean, Foo Fighters are a bit more kind of commercial than we're kind of going down. But again, that would be massive to do. Frank Carter and the Rattlesnakes. Are, but if you're talking one big band, I mean, Rage Against the Machine would be... Right um, up there, right yeah, on the yeah. top. <laughs> yeah, you've got, to, you've got to aim for the stars, don't you? So. Yeah, I always say, you know, if bands... Like one of my favourite bands are... I, I like everything, you know, mm. I like a bit of everything to, from like, um, deathcore yeah. to pop, you yeah. know, if it is, there's no such thing as guilty pleasure, Exactly. Yeah. there's only good music, if it's yeah. good music to you, that's all that matters, exactly. but I love like, uh, My Chemical Romance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Great yeah. energy, yeah. They, they are, they're big. And then also Gerard Way being into his comics. Yeah, yeah. And I was really into my comics and the Umbrella Academy and the, all yeah, that yeah. sort of thing. And the Killjoys. And yeah, mm -hmm. so I always loved that, that sort of thing. So it's like, I always said, I have not got any, um, I cannot play any instruments. But I always say, if they want me to play the triangle at the end of one of their songs, <laughs> Or the kazoo, I'm in. <laughs> Just to be there. <laughs> that would be, yeah, that, that'd be great. <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool. 
<laughs> get out there, get out there, tag them in this. Yes, <laughs> make it happen. <laughs> um, but it's like so many gigs and festivals got cancelled. Mm. My calendar for 2020 was busy. And now, not so much. Yeah. Which is a shame. <laughs> I know. 2021. And two. And three. Fingers crossed. Yeah, fingers crossed. Yeah. And toes crossed and everything <laughs> else. What is the future for Amongst Liars? What's going to happen? What's your plans? Hopefully we're going to play another gig. Well, uh, yes. Before, before. Um, so, yeah, the plan is we've got another single coming out in um, wait, on the 6th of November. So that's that's going to be kind of thought with that's end year that we, we, the year with a bang. Uh, and then we're going into um, studio in Manchester to record our first album. So we're going to do that in lockdown to permitting. Um, that's all booked and sorted so that we go in on Think on the 23rd of November for a couple of weeks. So we're going to lay down. We've written tons and we've spent, say, making the most of it. We spent a lot of time over the lockdown down right the last six seven months just writing and writing and writing because we realized that we're not going to be playing so we've kind of we've literally written another sort of 12 13 tracks we've been writing with a few other um, people as well um as we're sort of kind of bouncing zoom sessions off, off um, we've got another zoom session with another writer soon as well so we just want to get you know the best possible album um and then we're going to obviously just yeah get it out there we can put more singles out because we've worked it's worked really well this year putting four singles out we're going to carry on doing sort of another couple of singles then we're going to drop the album and then fingers crossed we're going to start touring um in the second part of 21 um from september time i think when things start opening up again maybe play a few shows in between i think we've got there'll be something potentially um but we're obviously mainly concentrating on the album getting that out shooting more videos doing more photos doing all that kind of stuff uh, keep going stuff. keep getting yeah, yeah. The name up there isn't yeah exactly it? that's it just keep doing it and keep playing and 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 just doing writing your songs having fun enjoying ourselves and just doing what we can do which is you know it's the main thing and then hopefully 22 when this is all totally finished we'll just be non-stop touring so it's uh, which would be great yeah that'd be cool actually mm. yeah just to uh it, it sounds you know you all just reeling all that stuff out i'm just i think i was getting a little bit excited i'm like come <laughs> on good, like, yeah. <laughs> i'm getting excited with you good. <laughs> you need a triangle player <laughs> yes we do actually, yeah. We'll come down up. to Manchester. Come down to Manchester and go <laughs> right at the end. You can finish right the album at the off. End. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh gosh. Since the other guys aren't here, <laughs> what are they like? What are you guys like as as amongst liars? You get along well? Or is there like little moments that are a bit like deeper-ish? Nah, no, we hate each other. They're all idiots. So oh. yeah, no, they don't. No, I love them. They're, they're great. We're just like, yeah, everyone's great. Everyone's so we're all, and it's really weird. Obviously, being in bands and stuff, you always have different personalities, and sometimes you get bands and people that go in different directions and want different things, or they don't want to turn up for rehearsal, or they don't want to do this, or they don't want to do this, or they don't like this song, or they don't like this. What well, I think what we've got is everyone's in the same direction everyone wants the same thing we all just want to do this and we love doing this and it's already you know you have you, you mo we're writing songs for example you know um adam the drummer is really critical of, of songs which is amazing because yeah. it's great yeah it's what you need because it kind of gives you that sort of we'll come up and me and leo are more like little puppies we write a song go, yeah this is brilliant this is great this is great we take it to adam he goes that ah, shit and we go what <laughs> yeah well, and, but he said but then he says but then try doing this and so we try yeah. to do something different and then it kind of works. And then Ross comes and, on, and does something on the bass that's different. So you have something and that's the way we kind of approach everything really. We kind of throw things out there. It's like getting the name, you know, amongst lies that took year or didn't take a year obviously it took, it took months but it's the kind of thing that everyone's got their own different input and it's different things and it works i think it just works really well as a unit and we all get on really well is have fun and we take the piss out of each other and it's that's and it, it. it's, it's just, just what it's nice, about you know it's, it? yeah exactly it's just having it's about having fun but doing something at the same time we all in the same direction we want to do something serious um but we all know that and we are all kind of we're just respectful of that each everyone's got their own opinions and 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 stuff but it works and it just puts into a part and it merges really well i think it happened it, it's easier in a sense because the, the three guys they were a sort of this tight three-piece unit before i came in so it was easy for to come into that rather than coming to three four separate people just joining a new band so it was kind of handy they knew each other and they were mates and they toured before and they kind of they knew that so i came into that and they they were they kind of 
know each other. It's really weird, sort of. Adam and Leo have known each other for for years. We went to school together. So. Oh wow. Um, and I think they did anyway. They did now anyway. Um, but <laughs> do uh, now. They do now. Exclusive. <laughs> yeah, you heard it here. Um, but yeah, so they just connect in a sense with each other musically as well, which is great because they just literally they bounce off each other and they'll do something and they're so kind of into infused with what they do i suppose and and again ross bass just brings it to to that level a new level as well because he's you know he's great he's really solid so that musicians wise they're brilliant and people always say yeah they're just really good and chilled and just have have a laugh really so it's great and it is good that you guys individually have had experience in this industry as well yeah, yeah. Mm. and that you know that helps because I have seen quite a lot of bands that, yes, they are in love with the idea of playing music mm. and performing to millions of people one day. But I really think that if uh, people don't gel, uh, then it doesn't work. Exactly. We, have seen, yeah, yeah. we have seen a lot of bands dismember because yeah. of that. And it's nice to actually hear the, uh, you know, the songwriting process, mm. you know, and how you guys help each other out because there's a lot of bands out there that I have spoke to where there's just one person's job. Yeah. You know, and, but obviously there's uh, it works for some people and it doesn't work for others, mm. but uh, yeah, it's nice to actually hear that it is a collective effort between yeah, the definitely. guys. And I think well, it's... Yeah, go on. Uh, go, no, go, you go for it. Go for it. No, I, I was going to... I was actually going to ask you about the... Uh, do you have, like, any influences behind the, uh, you know, writing the lyrics for it? Or is it just, like, something that happens there and then it gives you the idea for a new song? Um, the way I kind of approach lyrics, it's, it's kind of... <coughs> I sort of we usually I usually get a melody first so we'll we'll yeah. jam around jam around something and I'll kind of I'll just sing and some some usually a word will come to mind that will just literally will come out and then I'll build the song around that kind of melody or the ideas <laughs> um I'll have kind of you know I like to write about we we want to be quite real um, yeah. and sort of reflect what's going on at the moment so there's we don't write we haven't written anything more specifically about coronavirus we hate you blah blah, blah all that kind of stuff but we yeah. it's more like um i mean the first single was i suppose that was about over and over was about sort of going through the treadmill of life and just basically saying it was the situation because it's, it's the first song we wrote as the new band and mm -hmm. we wanted to put that as the first single because it's sort of reinvention i suppose so we were talking about sort of over and over you keep going going and you kind of on this treadmill but you've got to kind of try and get off it and, and get out of that if you want to go and do things so and then the second single wolf machine was quite political because we got you know sick of the the, the, all the lies and all the sort of things so going on in the world and the politicians just sort of basically saying stuff for their own gain which is a bit you know it's just but we don't want to be a political band we just talk about things I suppose if it matters to you exactly then, exactly yeah. it's, it's things that people should really we think that we want to be talking about um and with burn the vision the latest single that's that's focused on um fake news and obviously you know you, there's tons of fake news going on especially with um, you know with the american election coming up with all the politics going on on both sides i'm not saying it's spread one side or the other but you read all this stuff and it's half it's not true and it's people they're sort of trying to just wrongly or rightly sort of spread their any propaganda to make people believe in what they want to believe which we again that's you know there's there's a huge thing about that at the moment all this stuff going on and then and the next single coming out mind that's about um, mental health um so that's obviously it's a really big thing for us and we wanted to obviously just sort of reflect the way that we and that wasn't that was actually written before the pandemic as well so that was it was but that was just sort of generally you know talk, talking about the, the highs and lows of of life really and how you could be sort of not be visible um to have any sort of anxiety or depression but then it comes out you know and so we're doing a video we're doing hope quite hard-hitting video about that at the moment so we're filming that in the next couple of weeks we want to show kind of try and reflect that anyway how you can be someone who is on the face of it happy and got all these things going on but inside you've got your demons and that just destroy you so we want to try and get that across the video so let's see how that goes really but uh so. yeah that that sounds like especially you know what you're saying about your you know your next next single mm. and video and that sort of thing that is like one of my 
aims in life is to get the word out there yeah and the best the best way that i can do is having chats with different people like yourself and get the word out there because mental health is something that we all have yeah yeah and dealing with mental illness a lot of people out there it's as soon as they hear the world illness it's it starts going downhill yeah you know it's something that it can be treated you know and it's something that can we can help each other along the way Mm. it's just accepting that help and working with it rather than against it exactly yeah and i wish there were more bands like amongst liars that are actually you know singing about this Mm. because it's so important that's definitely really important to get it's so so important and especially now Mm. yeah especially now a lot of people that had to go into uh you know lockdown obviously because of the current climate but when we started and people's routines changed so dramatically and people that didn't realize that they suffered from anxiety and depression and Mm. sometimes ptsd yeah you know and they didn't realize these things and then all of a sudden things change you've got a lot of um you have more time inside your own head to think about all these things that you um as a person didn't necessarily think about because you're too busy with your day-to-day work your whatever you know uh, the busyness of life yeah that uh yeah and it happens and it's so (laughs) i cannot like stress this enough how important it is to talk about these things Mm. and put like for myself i put my hand up and say i have a mental illness i have depression i have anxiety but it's something that it's not to be ashamed of exactly yeah yeah it's something that i'm gonna help myself there'll be days where i cannot face the world yeah but Mm. there will be days where i am on top of the world exactly and that's the message that we you know we need to share our experiences and to say listen it's okay not to be okay and i am here if you want to talk about these things we can't hug at the moment yeah elbow bump elbow bump But yeah, that is pretty cool though. It is pretty cool cool what what you guys are doing. And also, one thing I wanted to ask is, how did the band name come about? So, I I kind of, yeah, alluded to this earlier. We kind of, when we start a band, I think band names are the hardest things to come up with. I bet. Yeah, I bet. You can write a song, you can do that, and you, you know what the song's about, and it's nice and easy, but you've got four people in a band that are trying to do sort of have some have a there's connotations for every different name as well and so what we did is we set a messenger group up and we just fired names over and we'd get back rubbish 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 <laughs> and there'd be one name that would come back and people would like oh yeah it's great so i'd look on spotify or i'd look on on um, and i did multiple searches basically and then come back sorry can't have that one that's taken already yeah but, um or, and then that's the hardest thing to actually come up with something that was so so sort of because we wanted something that was kind of sounded like a rock band yeah. Um, so you can't call yourself blue fluffy slippers or whatever like that. Well, you could do, I suppose. It might be different, <laughs> um, but that's probably taken as well. Um, uh, I wouldn't be surprised, yeah, mate. Yeah, I wouldn't is, be surprised. Yeah. Some some K-pop band, uh, but yeah, no, it's kind of. And then it's so we just literally fired names after names after names after names, and then we kind of so we wanted something that had not necessarily. But it's had a sort of modern modern relevance, I suppose. And so the the and I I threw the I think it's I don't know I don't take credit for this because I don't know if it was me, but I thought all right putting our names so um, liars Leo Ian Adam Ross um, so that's our names so it's uh, okay um, that's and then and then amongst because liars had that common connotation. There's a band called Liars. There was loads of bands called Liars, so we couldn't have that. Um, we tried to sort of think of an anagram around our names as well, so rails, sales, or whatever like that. But then but then and then we thought and then someone said among among liars and they said what about amongst liars and we just went yeah that sounds that's the one so we just and then we just went with it yeah so it's, uh, and it kind of has connotations because people say are you political what are you talking about and people are wearing as someone messaging this morning had to, an amongst liars face mask um, made up and people are stopping in the street going uh 
what's this about? Is this it's really political sort of thing? That's now it's banned. Um, because obviously people say amongst lies, whether you're talking about politics, you're talking about people or, you know, and it's, it's, it's one of the funny things when we're at, if you have a gig saying we are amongst liars and it's like, well, we're not amongst liars, but you know what I mean? It's just like everyone's going, well, you, so it's, it's kind of, it's a bit of a, it's, so, I don't know, it's quite interesting, I suppose, it kind of the way it sort of conveys itself. That's, that's our take on it anyway. Yeah, I think, do you know what? You have put a lot more effort on finding <laughs> a name oh, for your band <laughs> it was, than it was a lot of people painful. that I've known. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was painful but it was it was good in the end you know but we also got some song names out of it as well because we'd throw out these these names and so oh, that sounds like a really good name for a song so we got a song that's there was we someone threw the idea what about kill the kill the tide for a band name and we thought hey yeah it's quite quite cool it sounds a bit emo-ish for the kind of stuff that we're doing but then i quite like that for a song name so we've got a new song called kill the tide so and yeah. there'll be other things that we come look back and when i'm looking for lyrics these names that sort of come out that worked as well so it's, you know you've got to get the get the best out of all these things and we had a few beers to go through that as well so it's, it's all good fun anyway really yeah in the end which which one was the most ridiculous name suggested do you oh, remember God, i can't remember there no. was there were, there were some ones i couldn't even say um because <laughs> when we got when after a few drinks and we got really stupid I so, bet. yeah i bet not go that down that route no. um, <laughs> but uh but yeah, no, I can't remember this. There were some ones we, you think at the time that sounds pretty cool and then you look back and go, oh God, no. That's not that. <laughs> no, 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 yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. Thank God we didn't call ourselves that. Yeah. <laughs> it lasted about a month and that would have been it. So, But then it's obviously there are like millions and more billions of bands in this world, mm. you know, and it's like, it's quite difficult picking a name, you know. And oh, very, yeah. Yeah, because obviously you want to be like recognized. Exactly. Yeah, and it's mm. like, oh, you can't, you're not going to call yourselves like uh, Metallica, yeah. for example. Brr, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because, you know, Metallica. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, <laughs> do you know what? That's quite a cool story. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. It's, it's a, but yeah, you think about bands, you know, how Queens of the Stone Age came up with their name, for example, you know, how Arctic Monkeys came up with that name, because they're totally bat crazy names, but you, you and it, but it works, you know, so once you know the name, yeah. it just, it's what it is. It's a name, you know, so, but it just, it's just to start with the first time you hear it, it's like, wow, that's kind of unusual, but it's... I think for me, it's like, I don't, I don't be like, oh, you know, that, that name sounds stupid. The hmm. band must be stupid. Yeah, yeah. No, like, it's just, yeah, I listen to quite a few bands that kind of have like weird names. I was actually talking to uh, Baz Mills from Massive Wagons about this. Mm. So we would, I said to him like, so why, why the name Massive Wagons? You know, the connotation behind it. Mm. And he's like, well, we needed a band name. And we kind of just went with it. <laughs> and I'm just like, Do you know yeah. what? It works. <laughs> works, yeah, yeah. Because exactly. everyone knows them. Yeah, yeah. And especially in their hometown, everyone mm. knows them. So yeah, that is a brilliant story, actually. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. And yeah, that's, you know, it's, you guys are quite brand new. So you've not really had much, um, I won't say experience, but as amongst liars, you haven't mm. really been to like, you know, in big festivals yeah, yeah. Settings or whatever, but is there like a festival that you've been to in the past and you're just like, oh, I want to be in the band and play that stage? I mean, obviously, our aim's download. That, yeah. That's that's the one I love download. Been a couple of times, and um, we also play. Well, my old band, I mean, Isla White Festival, would be great as well, just because the sort of the sort of just the legendary status of it. You know, all the of artists course, yeah. that played there. Um, I wouldn't turn Glastonbury down as well, but um, oh, yeah. But but um, but but then there's you know there's um, uh, it's uh, there was one that I played actually a while back um, called the In Music Festival in Croatia. That's a really cool festival. They get some really good I names. I love Croatia. It's amazing. Yeah, it's great. So, and this festival, you get a chance to go there. It's, it's awesome. It's on a lake um, in, and it's it's really cheap as well, comparatively. You know, they have huge bands play there, um, but the price is really low. It's amazing. Um, Sigat in the festival is great. And um, Boomtown, 
that's another yes, one. Boomtown I've got, I've got, you know, I've got a lot of lists of festivals I want to, <laughs> we want to play. I and mean, hopefully, twenty twenty two, we're going to hit all the festivals. At the moment, even in a tent, in a, you know, back of a purple do. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I mean, we're looking forward to the ones for next year as well. Um, that we can sort of fingers crossed they go ahead. That we're we're on. So we're on about three or four um, so far next year. So uh, we'll see what happens really, and, and fingers crossed they go ahead, and then we can kind of, and then twenty two it will be probably well, have thousands and thousands and millions of bands um, kind of descending in 2022. If a lot are left, you know, you never know, I suppose. A lot of the, yeah. Some musicians don't, don't carry on doing it, but uh, we will. Yes, absolutely. And it sounds promising. It sounds promising. We just hope that things go back to normal before the new normal yeah, yeah. <laughs> if that makes sense yeah you need, you need something don't need to happen but it's but yeah i mean we'll yeah we'll just see i suppose go with the flow we'll see what happens it's so you can't predict anything no. like you really cannot predict anything what's going to happen and you hope for a vaccine and it could be months if not years who got who knows who knows it? And we've still got Brexit to go through as well, don't we? So, <laughs> <laughs> yes, and like yeah, here yeah. in Leeds being like in the, you know, like restrictions as well and yeah, yeah. just not being able to do much. Mm. It sucks, man. Yeah. It really does. But yeah, I guess we just have to uh, uh, evolve, I suppose, exactly. and adapt. And that's yeah, you got all to. we have to do, ain't it? Yeah, exactly. But we'll get there we will get there <laughs> anyway thanks so much for chatting no, with pleasure. us this Thank morning you. i don't don't really have anything else to ask you <laughs> yeah, cool that's all good that's right yes. it. yeah it was very nice to meet you ian and, and you? i really hope to uh, meet the other guys too at some point yeah definitely that's that sounds great and get your triangle ready yes 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 i will i need cool. to get a triangle <laughs> <laughs> But also, uh, what I'd like to do in the future is, I'll get in touch with you, but when you guys release your um, new single, I would I would love to get you guys sort of just talk about it a bit more, because yeah, mental course. health is something that I yeah. talk about quite a lot. And I would love to, if you guys, uh, you know, we're all free, maybe, but who knows, we'll see. Yeah. For us to talk a bit more about, about that and get touch more into the uh, mental side of, the mental health side of things as yeah, well. Cool. And music and because, you know, that sounds very interesting to me and I'd love to... Uh, speak to you guys a bit more about yeah no worries well, i'll send you the um the, the single in the video when we've got it hopefully it's going to be ready by the last week of october so i'll send it across and it comes out on the 6th of november so yeah feel free to get in touch yeah That's absolutely good. and yes so i uh, you know send my love to the other guys i hope that you have a we'll good do. day today thank you angie and uh, i will uh, chat more another time definitely take care thanks for having us or me yes thank <laughs> you <laughs> bye <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thank you so much to Ian for having a chat with me for this episode of Grab a Copper. So next week, I had a chat with my friends, Kevin and Rose Horton. And we talk about getting diagnosed with autism later in life. And if you would like to participate in a future episode of Grab a Cuppa, get in touch with me. And the email address is hiya with h-i-y-a at grabacuppa.co.uk and let's chat. So have a great week and I'll see you then. Whether taking a road trip to the beach, heading to the mountains, or driving to the city, summer adventures are nonstop fun in a new Honda. But let's face it, summer trips can really add up. That's why I love the fuel efficiency of Honda. With Honda, you can save your money for other things, like that awesome keychain at the convenience store, that brand new album you wanted, or whatever else your heart desires. New Hondas are arriving daily. See your local Honda dealer and start your summer adventures today.